let's do this. Let's do another post-game pints, five-minute post-game show. Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo, Canadians lose 2-1 in game three here at the Bell Center. Uh, Mitch, it was a tougher one for the Canadians on this ice. Uh, yeah, nice view of the ice there, Sean. It uh, was, a, was a difficult game for the Canadians, but mostly I would say it was uh, difficult in the second period. I thought the Canadians started uh, decently. Uh, they, they didn't score on their power plays in the first period, which could have very much changed the game. In the second period, the Leafs were able to use that long chain to their advantage, really get their cycle game going, their possession game going. We know they like to play that way. Uh, they got their, uh, their lead in the, uh, in the second period, and then in the third they're able to show that they can play different styles, something different, I think, about the Leafs this year compared to others, and and really uh, protect that uh, that two to one lead uh, late in the game. So I, I think uh, overall, not not awful uh, from the Canadians by any stretch, uh, but certainly they have to find a way to get better in the second periods of games because that's a period I think in all three games so far uh, the Leafs have been dominant. Yeah, but the thing here, Mitch, is the. The, the problem is it's so reminiscent of so many other playoff series in the past from the Canadians. Carey Price, outstanding. Canadians can't score. And I think that's the biggest worry, worrying point moving forward because it's same old, same old. Will it be the same thing in game four? And I think that's what makes it frustrating for Habs fans when they're watching this team is Carey Price stood on his head and the Canadians could not buy a goal. And in the third period, when they pressed and looked like the better team, they still couldn't buy a goal. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I think it's uh, through three games, kind of reminiscent of that series in 2015 against the New York Rangers, something I mentioned on the last five-minute uh, post game. However, this team on paper has the potential to be different than some of those teams that we're talking about because they do have people who score more than in some years past. Uh, Tyler Toffoli is a 30-goal scorer, Sean. Um, Cole Caulfield looks like he will be a 30-goal scorer and was their most dangerous player offensively in game number three. Gallagher's a 30. Yeah. Gallagher's a 30. Josh Anderson is a 25 to 30. They have players that can score. They just haven't yet. So maybe, just maybe, and you got to hope this if you're a Canadiens fan, there's some goal scoring that's going to come in an outburst of sorts. Yeah, that, that goal scoring could also come on the power play. They had a perfect opportunity early in this hockey game with the double monitor to Alex Galchenyuk when he got uh, his stick up on Brendan Gallagher. They had no shots. Their only opportunity was a Cole Caulfield shot that went off the crossbar, so it doesn't even count as a shot on net. I mean, they really have to figure out this power play. And, and I know that it's something that's plagued them in the past, but it looks lifeless. It doesn't look like it has energy, Mitch. And that's something that they have to solve within 24 hours. They have to solve this before game two, game four. Yeah, well, I think at this point, you're almost just hoping for a bounce uh, to get the power play rolling. The good news is the Leafs power play hasn't been dominant by any stretch of the imagination. And the Canadians power play during the regular season, although it was not a strong one, they did have moments where they went on a bit of a roll and then mm -hmm. they go back in the tank. So you got to look at the guys that know how to shoot the puck. Uh, Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, Shea Weber, Tyler Toffoli, Jeff Petrie. Those are the guys you got to look to now because they can hammer the puck. So let's go. Let's see something different on the power play as far as the results are concerned. Three games into the series, three injuries. Evans, Stahl, 
have both missed games because of injury. Arturi Lekkanen had to leave this game. Uh, who knows about his status moving into game four? I mean, uh, the Canadians are paying the price, and they're going to go into that depth. Yeah, they're going to have to go into that depth, and we'll see who they bring into the lineup. However, I think if uh, you look at the uh, totality of things, uh, the Montreal Canadiens are missing Evans, uh, Stahl, and, uh, and Lekkanen, while the Toronto Maple Leafs are missing John Tavares and Nick Foligno. So if we're looking at the injury stuff, uh, right now, Canadians mm-hmm. have the edge uh, with the guys that they have healthy and in their lineup. I'll take uh, that trade off. So, yeah, someone uh, the Canadians are going to have to show their depth. That's how they're supposed to be built. Uh, but things much more difficult on the Toronto end, and maybe uh, that's something you can exploit in game number four. All right, very quickly before we wrap this up, a better save, Carey Price uh, against Philadelphia or Carey Price uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs? I'm going to go Carey Price against the Maple Leafs. Oh, that was a big save. That's it for this five-minute post-game show from Post Game Pints. Time for my LeBron beer. Cheers. Enjoy. Peace.